November 12, 2006. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
show the um, November 12th edition eight more days I leave for another tour uh, up there we heard a 
Opening the show is the John Coltrane there with um, Trippy. I know the fidelity that it was down a little bit, but it was, uh, yeah, March of 1961 at a club in Chicago, a tune called Beard uh, Blues. And uh, can you imagine how you stealth recorded a gig in them days with a big <laughs> wheel to reel? I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> so... But that's Train Blowing Blues, and there's not a lot of uh, recordings of him doing that so much. So that's kind of a neat thing. And loud bass. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was a stand-up. The dude must have been sitting at a table right next to him. I think it's Reggie Workman on the bass here. And he's uh, hit, getting thumped. I dig it. I got an interview with Train. I think I played it on the show where he was asked, you know, what do you listen to when you're solo? And he said, the bass. So that's what Train's hearing. hearing. And then we heard Brendan Benson with uh, Everybody Knows. Um, yeah, I was in the studio a couple days ago uh, with a, a pop singer um, named uh, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, the producer is an old friend of mine and Asked me to come in. I didn't know anything about what it was about. And, you know, but yeah, people told me uh, uh, American Idol, IDLE. <laughs> and, uh, but it actually, it was an interesting thing. I did three songs. They're going to have me back Thursday for some more songs. And uh, it was really interesting in a way, the way the music was and where I fit in. And The old punk guy. Yeah, the old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was telling Brother Matt that uh, on her way out, she goes, uh, the singer said to the producer, uh, hey, I think the old punk guy idea is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and tripping on me, you know. But the, the, the young man doing the music and playing the guitar, he from Houston, and uh, he grew up, he knows my music and stuff, mm -hmm. and he was right way into it and enthusiastic. And uh, he asked me aboard for my, what they called the tone and the touch. And, you know, I was kind of skeptical, but been listening on the playback to what was on there before, uh, it, there was a big difference. <laughs> I sound like I'm <laughs> full of myself or anything. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of tripped me out because, you know, you're wrapped up in your own world and self critical and all that, you know. So I got to play some fuzz bass and some solos and some wild. <laughs> Things in a way, and on the fly, just trying things because he's really good at the, uh, the producer guy's also the engineer, uh -huh. so there's no middleman, no lag, uh -huh. so it's just boom, boom, boom. And uh, I was like eight hours straight, and it seemed like it was five minutes. So, and in the studio, the village in Santa Monica, last time I was there for Ricky Lee Jones, played on her record with Nels and uh, that Thomas guy who played drums for Elvis Costello. Uh, so kind of a fancy pad. I think it was a Masonic temple in the old days. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're on Santa Monica Boulevard and uh, Butler uh -huh. by the police courthouse. And uh, so it ain't Santa Monica yet. It's West L.A., but coming towards that. Uh -huh. So um, I saw Ricky Wednesday. It was her birthday. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, Lee Calendon had me up. The old place uh, Hearst built 
by uh, across the street from Scientology up there in Hollywood. Oh. And uh, the Ninja Academy played that band. I've done oh, yeah, some yeah, gigs yeah. with them at uh, Deep Piazza. Yeah. Speaking of Deep Piazza, next month, my 49th birthday, there's a banging gig at Deep Piazza. Oh, cool. So I'm going to be there Wednesday, this Wednesday, a couple days with Kira, the writer's garage thing that Mike Mart does where there's a, a, a writer reads from his book. We did one with the guy from uh, Neil Pollock. He wrote that book, Never Mind the Pollocks. Uh. It was funny in a way uh, because he's on, the writer goes right before us. And uh, he said, well, you know, one of my chapters, I talk about the Minuteman. And I, I try to be their manager and, uh, you know, we uh, see Kurt Cobain under a bridge or something. I don't know. I didn't read the book, but he uh, gave a little synopsis and then read from it. And he's a nice man. His new book's all about being a father, and so he's reading stuff uh, like that. I'll turn a dad or something. And, uh, but anyway, back to this, never mind the Pollocks book. You know, I was trying to be the, their tour manager. As soon as he said that, that you know, I holler out, the Minutemen never had a tour manager. <laughs> and he got kind of embarrassed or something, you know, you know. You could tell, uh, like, he was old enough to be around in those days, but I think he was more uh, in the college scene, maybe uh, REM uh, scene more. Not that those ain't bad guys, but <laughs> it was more like shadows on the back of the cave, as uh, Plato would put it, <laughs> instead of like a first hand. Uh, uh, and then Kurt, he was a little later down the road, too, so, but, you know. He's an artistic license. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like when we did that music for the Wild Rats for the Velvet Gold Mine, uh, the character we did it for was kind of a mix of Iggy and Kurt Goldman. Uh. <laughs> and the, the other dude was definitely a Bowie character, but the, his foil or whatever antithesis was this kind of amalgam. And uh, I don't know if it was written that way. Uh, who made that? Haynes, Todd Haynes. Yeah, he did that one with the Barbie dolls. Something about the car, Carmeners or something. I know the Sonics. Sonic Youth did some kind of video. He's a nice cat. I, I met him in Portland. Maybe he still lives there. And, uh, but it's strange, you know. Uh, anything out of the scene. I mean, I, I wouldn't offend anybody because there's a lot of stuff I know. Just shallow, just glimpses. I shouldn't say shallow. That's a judgment, too. Uh, but, but like glimpses. Like this uh, thing uh, Friday. You know, I knew nothing, really. I didn't know what it was going to be like, which is kind of a scary deal. You're under this microscope. Everybody's sitting around, well, what are you going to do, you know? And you hear, you're hearing the tune for the first time. You're hearing the, the whole thing for the first time. You don't know what. And you're trying to wrap your thing around it. And it was like, oh, man. Time to shed a peak analog. <laughs> then I relaxed a little bit, and, and by the second and third song, I was getting more, oh, no, I see where this is coming from a little more. And, but to be a session cat is a whole different world. It ain't like gigs. Mm. <laughs> no. I was telling him, you know, I'm a, I take my guys, and we go into practice pad and just bash it out, you know, over and over. So I'm more from that tradition than you just mm-hmm. ride on the fly. But... It's interesting, and it, it, uh, there was a lot for me to learn. It was interesting. Even right when I, you know, I just came from Prac now with Raul and Tom, and uh, 
showing him, yeah, Tom's, because you know, we got some gigs on our own. He says, well, what if we get encores? So maybe we should learn this Minuteman song. So I was teaching those guys some Minuteman songs. Cool, what songs? Uh, the Gloria Man, double nickel stuff. Uh-huh. Gloria Man, Anxious Mofo, June 16th, Toadies, and Love Dance. Oh, cool. Bitch. It's about five minutes worth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some song I did, maybe it was with Tom and Vince, a pair of pliers, uh, Tina Turner's sister wrote that Nina Simone did called uh, <clears throat> Funkier Than a Mosquito's Tweeter. Where uh, Tom, I, I've got a little kalimba in uh, Buenos Aires, uh-huh. and Tom's playing this little <laughs> kalimba made from a gourd. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's like half an apple. It's tiny things. <laughs> he hold it up there by the amp, uh, microphone. So, but even going to the prac with the guys. I but stuff I picked up just a couple days ago. So, and it wasn't torturous at all or anything, you know. Uh, probably because I, I know the cat and he knows where I'm coming from. And the, the young guy was very enthusiastic. The guitar man was very enthusiastic. It had to be a good creative blend. Of That's what I mean. Different influences. So because stuff. if you just said the facts, what it is is like, oh my God, what is this? Uh, you know, Merchland. But actually, it was pretty interesting. It was like just cooking can cook up a mess or you can get those yeah. alchemy happening right. and everything well, or if you just got this pre-meditate uh, thing well it's a tv dinner you know uh. why even heat it up just suck it cold or something. <laughs> <laughs> but actually it, it was like cooking it was it actually was i mean it was different than the way i do things but it wasn't totally uh you know merch hand puppet thing uh-huh. you know yeah i wasn't getting fit with the Proctology angle, it's you know. Cool. Get to, get to put a little input on raising pop to a higher level. Yeah, it was a trip. <laughs> yeah, even this, uh, there's choruses, even this one that was, had kind of chord things, and he's experimenting. Hey, Watt, try this, try this, try this, and he's hearing for the voices over the bass line. And there was none, those chords weren't even there yet. I mean, there was the key of the song and stuff, but we're using different intervals over what I'm playing over. And uh, now they'll come back and bring chords, a guitar chord or an organ chord over it. And so I was, I'm actually part of something, making a new thing to the tune. Uh-huh. So that was, that was righteous. His name's David Kahn. And, uh, that's cool. He, he was an A&R skills. man at uh, Columbia. I know that, that's uh-huh. why I know him from years back. And, yeah, let him be open like this uh-huh. instead of the, some yavol, you know, get your goose step on. Uh-huh. It was like... Kind of interesting. And I, I, I mean, I was pretty scared, so I wasn't up there for foisting ideas and stuff, but he he opened the idea, so uh, just try to uh, be part of it. It was, it, was a, it was a trip. And, yeah, the, the old punk guy. I mean, you know, it must be tripping for her, too. Yeah, I can imagine. When I, well, when I was 22, you know, it was me and D. Boomer, New Minuteman. It was mm-hmm. all trippy world for us. We didn't know shit. And uh, it was uh, exciting and interesting. Uh, the Black Flag guys and going to different towns and playing. So uh, I've got kind of that under my belt. But it's still here uh, next Monday. I'm going to leave. Uh, I booked the tickets through Adriatic. I got the plane tickets. Uh. Yeah, the uh. They're all tripping. They know Pete Mazich. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Many weddings I've been to in his wife, you know. 
uh, of all the music uh, from over there. I like the magazine. And, and Pete told me Liliana is going to go back over there and do some magazine. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Dobro. Yeah. So that, that's a trip. That's a trip. But, but even though I've done a bunch of them, and Monday I'll leave on another one, I'm still scared of this. I mean, I'm going there in the winter, and i got to leave my guys uh, four times. That kind of upsets me because I have to go to this, do these four Stooges gigs. And Tom and Raul will have to wheel on their own. and ah. Go send them off in some foreign land and <laughs> I know. turn I know. them loose. With the big drive, I get, uh, Carlos, you know, my Dutch dude, you know, we, we've set up a driver to help Tom out. Uh-huh. But it's just really yeah, upsets me to leave drive, my guys, uh, you know. Uh-huh. Just, uh. At the uh, New Year's, I got some gigs in Denver. This band asked us to open up. And Willie wanted me to do a San Francisco gig in Banyan. And I said, no. He wanted me to fly from San Francisco and meet my guys in Denver to go to Boulder. <laughs> And I said, no, I don't I'll do it for Iggy <laughs> a couple of times. But I really don't because my guys are dear to me, man. When I'm on tour, that's all. There's no babysitters on a uh. tour. So I'm always thinking of them, always thinking of them. And uh, it's exciting. Twelve gigs with Chili Peppers. I think four gigs on our own. And uh, one of them is on the Dutch radio. Wow, cool. So, yeah, interesting thing. Uh Two of the Stooges gigs are in lands I've never been to, Latvia and uh, Macedonia. Uh-huh. Skopje and Riga are the towns, the big towns for uh-huh. those lands. And they're new lands, right, coming out of the uh, east block. Uh-huh. And so that'd be interesting. One's south, <laughs> one's north. So how big of a trek is that going to be that you got to split from your guys? To go it ain't to really that far. It's Europe, you know. One's from uh, Switzerland to Macedonia. You know, and for the U.S., like for Cali, it'd be in the same state still. Uh, like here at Frisco. <laughs> Not even Arizona. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but it's just leaving them. And then two of them are England for the All Tomorrow's Parties near the uh. end. And those are from uh, Denmark and from Switzerland. Uh, not, not Switzerland, Sweden, I'm sorry. But still not huge distances, mm-hmm. uh, airplane-wise. But uh, they got some drives. Just hate be, leaving them. Just hate it. And uh, but it's exciting to have the new trio, and uh, taking it out. You know, the first gigs was was that M Ward, mm-hmm. Cad, a really nice guy. Man, I'm sure glad I got to meet him. It's trippy about meeting young people who know my music. I, uh, very uh, generous of them, open-minded, not like to just write me off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. I guess growing up with it or something, but not casting it away and saying, hey, well, now why don't you do a gig with me? Uh, yeah, it's like when you get to meet dudes that you dug listening to. It's like I the know. wheel keeps rolling. For me, it's like, yeah, like with the Stooges, you know. It's, it's a trip. Uh, I just am very grateful to them. Like this, this Grateful Dead band, I think they're going to do all of Band of Gypsy album for New Year's. They're oh, having me open for them in Boulder. And, uh, you know, they know my music when they were younger. And it's, a, again, a whole different thing. I'm not really part of the jam band. Mm. It's kind of when I'm with Banyan, but not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> like when I did that Denver gig a couple of weeks ago, that was a trip. Spinners and stuff. And mm. I thought they were going to, you know, 
who's that, who's that guy on the bass, you know, what's that about? But they were hollering my name and stuff, and I don't really do a Phil Lesh thing, so maybe uh, I do, though, in a way. You don't know, because people are in charge of their own interpretations, which is the way it should be, so they read what they want, and if they're open-minded enough to find a place for me, I'm, I'm grateful. I can't really pander, you know, I'm too warped in my own... I'm trying to learn other ways, but I can't really adapt. Oh, you yeah. want this thing? You want that thing? There's people recognizing and appreciating somebody who gets off on their deal, you know. So yeah. you got There's like all kinds of different forms of mastery of your deal, you know. So they're appreciating yours. <laughs> yeah, which is really generous of them. And then if you think about music, though, it is kind of a universal. These genres and scenes. They're all the, underneath the big family of just mm. tunes and mm. rhythm and stories. Mm. It's all in the music section. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This other thing I think came a little later with the, the styles, uh, the scenes, what box the marketing. You put it in. Yeah, what yeah. box? What, what bin? Yeah. It's all in the music section. Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, and especially for bass, huh? You go in the bathroom, all kinds of tile. Uh-huh. Only a couple kinds of grout. We set all that tile, whatever you want. Bring it in here, and we'll try to stick it together. So that's a bass guy. Yeah, some dude was talking to me. Uh, it, it was two sets. And he said, yeah, man, I saw you. Because when I came into the dressing room, you know, I had the iPod. It was cold. And so I just put that on and my coat and the hat on. And he said, yeah, you were rock- rocking and shaking all up. What were you listening to? And I said, Creedence. <laughs> Creedence. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, I dig it. And I, was, I was getting into it. He said, yeah, I thought you were just some old weird friend of the band. <laughs> and then you took your coat off and you were the bass player and it was all crazy. <laughs> the little Clark said, Kent well, thing. Yeah, it kind of blew my, I was expecting that. Which, well, you know, I don't know. I'm what I am. But, you know, again, he was nice. You know, okay, maybe I wasn't dressed the part or looking uh. the part. Yeah insane or <laughs> but he but he liked the tunage and god the stage was like 90 percent perkins you know we were way on the little sides it was just the way that was set up you know and uh i had a tiny little lamp it was miracle wasn't blown the big up spinal tap even, set. yeah even the, the, the <laughs> halloween one in zion tiny ass amp oh man it was sitting on a table uh, i wore the pumpkin oh yeah yeah i carved it there they had one waiting for me there and I cut the bottom out and hollowed it out and tried to get cat eyes. Kind of did. Maybe a little too big. It should have been more narrow. But uh, it was big enough where I actually didn't have to sit on my head because where the stem is puts a big old knot. Uh, so it could sit on my shoulders. Oh, cool. And, uh, and people were tripping on it, man. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't quit. I had it on both sets the whole time, you know. <laughs> and the nose, the little triangle for the nose, uh, yeah, the nose went in it. So I had to breathe <laughs> all through my mouth. I should have made the triangle a little bigger, maybe. I, cool. I've never had it where the nose went in the triangle. Tip it sideways so the stem is the nose next time. Ah, that's an idea. <laughs> right. Then it'd be, have to be a big one. This one was kind of tall. It probably couldn't have fit on my head that way. It would have been too short. It was a tall. Yeah, pumpkins ain't all round. No. Yeah, they're different sizes. And believe me, just fit on your head. They got to be kind of a biggie. Yeah. And then you got to hollow them out. You got to make them thinner, or it'll be so much weight on you. Yeah, still heavy. Yeah. So, but it was. It, 
And also, I didn't make the mouth, the teeth. I cut a little too big, so I couldn't get the mic in there. I couldn't yeah. find it anyway. I never saw my fingers once, so there were some clams. <laughs> you know, but it was good, you know, and I love wearing outfits for Halloween. And it was a tripper thing. So, like, yeah, I was out of town gigs right away after coming back from the album from Chicago. Uh, somebody I saw in Chicago one night, uh, Steve Albini took me to this, uh, I don't know, it was coming for field house or something at a park the Pulaski field house and uh, Ian McKay oh wow yeah Amy Farina the Evans the band he made after uh, Fugazi and he gave me the CD here so we're going to play that now what from Pedro show
show that's the pop group with she's beyond uh, good and evil from their first record it's been put out in japan on a cd all the writings in japanese but i kind of remembered because i got this when the vinyl came out yeah it had uh these dudes mud dudes natives on the cover and so i bought it for the cover and the name, the pop group. I was like, what kind of band is this? <laughs> and it turned out to be pretty intense music. Really wild music. Uh, last uh, year, I got to do a gig uh, in Spain. And the singer had a, has a band called Mafia now. And he was on the bill. And I got to meet him. His name is um, <clears throat> Mark Stewart. And uh, very interesting guy. Very tall. Nothing I imagined. He still had that voice, too. He didn't talk with that voice. Oh, yeah, a really low voice. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he told about 10,000 jokes a minute. <laughs> Laughed at him all. <laughs> Big eyebrows like uh, Thunderbirds. <laughs> Very interesting guy. I was thinking the whole time, man, I wish D-Boom was here. <laughs> you know, maybe he was, and he was laughing, too. <laughs> It was great. The the band Mafia had Doug Wimbish on bass and Keith LeBanc and drums, Skip McDonald on guitar. The Sugar Hill guys, they were wild. Adrian uh, Sherwood was uh, mixing it, and uh, really wild. It's incredible gig to see. Uh, and the former pop group drummer was in the next room on a stage with uh, some duet from New York City, oh, wow. and they hadn't talked to each other in 25 years or something. Wow. Yeah, so that was wild. I got to meet two of the pop group guys, and uh, they got to meet each other again for a while. And, um, yeah, it was funny. I, I go, wow, it's been 25 years? And Mark goes, God, I hope it's another 25. He's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Before that, we had Trost with uh, I Was Wrong and Teddy and Pearl. Before that, with uh, Swing, a New York City band called Pisser. Before that, with a tune called Wifey. And we started off with the Evens, Everybody Knows. Speaking of which, uh, the elections, everybody knows. (laughs) Somebody went down. Yeah. Big scissors were handed out. Big scissors. So hopefully, uh, maybe some uh, changes. <laughs> Rearrange the chairs, <laughs> the deck of the Titanic, or I don't know. I think Arnold people back. wanted to, you know, a lot of Midwest things too. Mm-hmm. They threw them out, so maybe there'll be uh, some uh, rethinking. People are watching. Yeah, it shows you the Fox 
news thing maybe doesn't have total <laughs> control yeah, on the puppet. Geez, start smelling. Yeah. <laughs> Fishing visitors. Rot after three days. How many years? How many years was this uh, Congress? Twelve? I think so. Yeah, they had it for 12 years. One party system. Bogart. Bogart, <laughs> yeah. So let's see what happens. Now, uh, yeah, the people have spoke. And maybe this guy was humbled. I don't know. Maybe inside he's like just yeah, tearing and gnarling. Really <laughs> gnawing. Lame duck get to really see how lame he is. Yeah. Some lameage. Okay, we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, Watt from Pedro Show, November 12, 2006 edition. Hold tight for hour two. November 12, 2006. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
down at the end of the hall. Mm -hmm. See, she's right down there. What's your name? My name's 42. Do you have a name? Is that a fun game, slapping the table? I come from very far away. Do you know where that is? I come from the basement. Do you know where Japan is? My name is 42. Can you say that? Oh, you must be mute. How cute. Oh, that rhymes. Mute cute. Does that rhyme? You're beautiful. Has anyone ever told you that before? You're beautiful. Are you beautiful? Are you? No. No, I don't think you are. That's okay. It's easier that way. You look familiar, don't you? Yes, you do. You do look familiar. Is that a fun game, slapping the table? I have a fun game, too. It's called standing on the floor. Do you want to play? It's really fun down here. It's like being on the moon. Do you know where that is? That's right, Japan. I have some special lefty scissors for you. Do you know where they are? That's right, Japan. You're left-handed, aren't you? How cute. Oh, that rhymes. Left-handed cute. Does that rhyme? Does it? Does it? You look familiar. Drool, motherfucking fool. Do you want to go home now? Do you know where that is? That's right. The moon. And do you know how we get there? Three, two, one. That's right. We walk. Can you walk forever? Can you say that word forever? I can. Japan. Oh, that rhymes. I can Japan. Does that rhyme? Does it? Forever. Hey, forever. Hey, hey. No, talk to me. I want to hear you talk. Okay. Slap the table then. No, I really want you to. Slap the table. Slap it now. very ugly face you're making. 42 can make an ugly face too. Here I go. Did I scare you? <laughs> I'm just playing. You're fun. I would like to suck you into my bones. <laughs> I'm just playing. You're fun and you're familiar. I know you from somewhere. Would you like to go home now? Climb in. Come on, all aboard. Get in. Oh, I see how it is. Well, then we'll just have to leave without you. We're leaving now. Bye. Too bad you couldn't come. Too bad who couldn't come? Who? I don't see anyone. I'm just playing. We wouldn't leave without you. So get in. Come on, get in. 42 is talking to you. Come on, get in.
lot from Pedro show. Uh, Miranda July with uh, I can Japan. That's one word. Can Japan. <laughs> okay. And uh, Chinos, no chonies. <laughs> Riddle me this. <laughs> Chinos is Spanish for a Chinese person, right? Is it Chino? Uh, chonies is a pants. I like Jerry, your underwear. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Skivvies. Yeah. Chonies. And uh, we started off with a little ghost by Haitai Mush. How do you pronounce this, brother Matt? H e i t a i. Hector looks like. No, H e i t a i. Hector. Hey, there ain't no C, dude. That's what it looks like from here. H e i t a i. High tai. High tai. Okay, high tai mushi. Apologies to the bands. I don't. No disrespect. Just your music. Music's beautiful, and thank you for being part of a lot from Pedro show. But you should also feel honored to be alongside Brother Matt, who's going to deliver some spin cycle for you now.
Men and women of America came from farms and cities. Like it or not, we live in times of danger.
Watt from Pedro show. <clears throat> that was uh, Petra Hayden and Yuka Honda. Yeah, sweet. Um, I don't know the name of the song. It's something about burning, obviously. <laughs> uh, they've got a new band. If by Yes or something. I don't know what the name. They haven't decided a name, I think. It might cool. be If by Yes or something. Uh, she goes to New York and they hash out ideas. She tells uh, Petra tells me she kind of trips on it some though because she can't think of words to write, so she has to just make up sounds. sounds Yuka, cool. you know, uh, being from Japan stuff, probably it all sounds like sounds. So she digs it. I think it's neat. Petra could sing oh, out of the white pages yeah. of the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> She's been touring with the Foo Fighters. Singing and playing violin. I think it's about it for her choir. She did a little uh, mini tour, and she's going to put together another one. I think she's going to do show tunes. Uh, Petra goes to the movies or something. But the Who's done. Though, huh? Yeah, the Who's done. Though uh, she got to meet Pete and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they were here Fantastic. last week. Yeah, she saw him at some gig or something, and he's been writing her email and. Uh, before that, we had my uh, demo for the Chicona Youth burning up. Uh, kind of augmented, though, with more bottom. Because I couldn't hear what was, I mean, it was 20 years ago when mm. I did that. It was <laughs> new and improved. That's version. at the man boat, the one-room pad. I had yeah. one outlet. Everything went into one outlet. Not just one room, <laughs> but one outlet. A Madonna cover there. And uh, then a... Uh, Daniel Johnson cover before that for yet another Daniel Johnson tribute. I think this one's called, the Kramer put it out from Shimmy Disc. Uh, I Killed the Monster or something, and that was Walking the Cow with uh, Pete Mazich on the organ. Now it's Klein on the guitar and Talia singing. And I did the robot drums. <laughs> cool. And bass. And did that in my pad on the Studio Thunder Pants. <laughs> And, of course, uh, that all followed up another excellent cycle, spin cycle from you, Brother Matt. Cool. Thanks. Thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, we're into uh, we're at the end of the second hour of the November 12, 2006, for Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. November 12, 2006, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
My face is finished. 
My body's gone, and I can't help but think standing up here in all this applause and gazing down at all the young and the beautiful uh, with their questioning eyes that I must above all things love myself. That I must above all things love myself. That I must above all things love myself. I saw a girl in the crowd. I ran over. I shouted out. I asked her if I could take her out, but she said that she didn't want to. Changed the sheets on my bed. I combed the hairs across my head. I sucked in my gut, and still she said that she just didn't want to. I read her Elliot, I read her Yeats. I tried best to stay up late. I fixed the hinges on her gate, but still she just never wanted to. A dozen snow white doves. I did her dishes in rubber gloves. I called her honeybee. I called her love, but she just still didn't want to. She just never wants to. type of flower. I played a guitar by the hour. I patted her revolting little chihuahua, but still she just didn't want to. I wrote a song with a hundred lines. I picked a bunch of dandelions. I walked her through the trembling pines, but she just even then didn't want to. She just never wants to. I thought I'd try another tack. I drank a liter of cognac. I threw it down upon her back, but she just laughed and said that she just didn't want to. I thought I'd have another go. I called her my little hoe. I felt like my soul, my soul must feel when she said that she just never wanted to. She just didn't want to. I got the no pussy blues I got the no pussy blues I got the no pussy blues
Scott from Pedro Show. There we go. Uh, that's Nick Cave's new band uh, called Grinder Band and the No Pussy Blues. And before that, we had a band from the old days. Well, I don't know, early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> 20th century. Called Clock Hammer, Nashville band, great band, with Mitch's theme. Before that, we had the former drummer, or one of the drummers, of uh, Kraftwerk, Carl Bartos, with 15 Minutes of Fame. And before that, we had Loving the Pounds, something live from San Francisco in 2002 by Banyan. Steve Perkins going off on the drums there, <laughs> pounding it up. Nels on guitar, myself and Willie yeah, that was a great on tune. the trumpet. That's a tune I wrote for them. I think it's on the second Banyan album. Um, yeah, we're going to be playing on my birthday here in Long Beach. My last year as a 40-year-old. Uh, 40s, not 40. <laughs> then it moved to the 5 land. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Still paddling, pedaling, plucking. We started off the third hour with MAGA Brain. Uh, something live. Kind of uh, crunched up fidelity, yes, but that's the document there. 1983, Funkadelic, with uh first half of that's Eddie Hazel doing lead guitar, the great Eddie Hazel. Much respect to him. Michael Hampton comes in there uh, later on, then they both play together. Some wild kick drum there. I wonder if that's the undisco kid. Uh, we got something from Slovenia here. But they're called Kobayashi with two eyes. Kobayashi's that guy who does the chow, right? That's uh, Mr. Kobayashi. No, you know about this guy who eats hot dogs and I, like 60, 70 of them? <laughs> Kaiser Sosa. He's like, there's contests for chowing. Oh, he just got And he's a dogs. skinny guy, yeah. Oh, and sick. he just did one with uh, those little uh, crystal uh, White Castle. Oh, Sliders. Yeah, did like 90 of them in a couple minutes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And he's a skinny little dude. <laughs> Probably goes and but he's the eat, chow. He's the done. eat champ, <laughs> yeah. Well, with the dogs, they know his technique is he snaps them in half and like sucks them down. <laughs> I know. What a deal. What a life. I'm <laughs> this the chow. This is what thing. I can do. Right. <laughs> Shovel. Inhale. Anyway, from Slovenia. We got Kobayashi, not the chow dude, but the uh, the sound dude. Watt from Pedro Show.
there's a thought. Wall of light. Interior partition walls made of light. Possibly release a trickle of some kind of natural cloudy gas to enhance the depth of the wall. One day we won't have doors. We'll have a divide from one room to another, solely relying on sound waves and dense light. There's a thought. Wall of light. Interior partition walls made of light. Possibly release a trickle of some kind of natural cloudy gas to enhance the depth of the wall. One day we won't have doors. We'll have a divide from one room to another, solely relying on sound waves and dense light.
show some trippy sounds there that was uh, scan one with something called atlas dub i was digging on them uh, before that we had wall of light from position normal some trippy thoughts there's an idea <laughs> and we start off with orange mood by kobayashi what were you saying wanted to break into the Whammy bar thing. Oh, he had that little, uh, yeah, little surf, surf country reverb whammy bar sound going with the. It sounded like he's playing a soprano sax, Co-Train. No, who does it now? Kenny G. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's the king of the trill on the. Yeah, I wonder if John would ever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Uh, but uh, let's uh, play some music maybe now with uh, some guitars (laughs) for Pedro Show
的爱死个人。青山山的那个蓝山
Watt from Pedro Show. That was uh, Dalla Caverna alla Montagna by Wu Fei. And before that, we had Blue Oyster Cult live 1974 with OD'd on Life Itself. (laughs) One of my favorites when I was a teenager. Saw them do it many times at Long Beach Arena. (laughs) First time in the auditorium. Uh, And before that, we had Bone Lady by Jed Ethan. I think that's how you say it, Jed Ethan. Maybe it's Jed and Ethan's band. (laughs) I think they're from England. Uh, Whoa, yep, we're at the end of uh, November 12, 2006 edition of the Watt from Pedro show. Brother Matt, thank you much for your very vital aiding and abetting. Cool. Another one in the bag. Another one in the bag. We'll have um, one more before I go on tour, maybe. Cool. Good. And, uh, yeah, maybe Petra. Oh, cool. Yeah, she wants to come down. Cool. Maybe she'll sing us some show tunes. Bring the penny whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Alabama sausage (laughs) whistle. All right. Keep your powder dry.